0: Hey everybody, Rico again, rounding up the news of the week for you with our MetaEra Nerds podcast. And as always, with me, the comic connoisseur, the anime sensei, the card collector, and here's a new one for you, the pin professor. What's happening, Marcus?
1: <laughs> How's it going? How's it going? At this point, uh, just I'm not really sure which hobby I don't dabble in. I do have my favorite hobbies, of course, but... I've always kind of said, oh, jack of odd trades. And I said, because I sent Rico this um, giant pin collection. Well, not giant. people. I've seen some amazing ones online. Don't get me wrong. But I got into pin collecting like an, like a, roughly about a year ago or so. And I have a little over 100. But I bought this black cork board. And I, went and I just I displayed them real nice. And it looked real nice. I sent Rico a picture of it. So that's why I, I went there. And then the comic connoisseur. Uh, I went comic book shopping yesterday for a couple of number ones. Yesterday, there was the uh, Hallow's Eve which is the the first issue for and she was introduced a few months ago uh the first issue for hallows eve who is the counterpart to green goblin she's a female counterpart to green goblin looks very similar though to hobgoblin so i did pick hers up rogan gambit did get a new comic book series also and spider gwen got a new uh comic book series where hers is it's it's very similar to the one that came back a while back which this one's called shadow was the shadow clones I think it's called Shadow Clones. And it's basically it's her and it's gonna have every iteration of her in like Doc Doc, Sandman, um, you know, Venom, stuff like that. So it's gonna be it's gonna be cool to see. Uh, I picked up a couple of those comics yesterday. And then I picked up the first appearance of Penny Parker, which is the edge of the Spider-Verse uh number five. There's only five of them, but it was a series from 2014. But yeah, uh picked those up, doing good. Uh we were just talking a little bit right before this. There's a lot going on, there's a lot to, there's a lot to talk about. I don't again, it's not much. But it's always it's gonna be a good good stuff to talk about. I say that because the anime awards are just here. You know me, and we can talk about, talk your ears off about that.
0: Yeah. but uh he, he he started to get going and i was like whoa 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 <laughs> but he caught himself he caught himself too and said you know what let's save it let's save it
1: yeah because again we, we do talk a little bit right before the podcast and whatever and sometimes you get carried away you know like we talked about succession we talked about the awards we talked about I talk on Titan. <laughs> we could have talked about all that during the actual podcast but you know we just kind of just dabble real quick because i know it's been a lot and stuff like that but uh we also talked about some of the stuff we were watching uh i just saw the banshees of in this weekend and Amazing, amazing movie. The dialogue is phenomenal. Uh, Barry Kogan, amazing. Uh, Colin Farrell, uh, I forgot his name, Maddie Moody. I call him Maddie Moody. I, I, never his <laughs> name. I never remembered, I never remember I never remembered the actor's uh, name. Um, uh, Gleason? Gleason, yes, 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 Gleason. And yeah, they were all amazing. So, again, Brandon nothing, yeah, Brendan Gleason, nothing going too crazy, but the dialogue is phenomenal. Worth a watch. I saw the best scene in that movie at least six or seven times already because. Gogan is just awesome. Um, one Piece, my little One Piece journey, I'm on a little over 220 already. Uh, my one, one Punch Man manga, That's pro- aside from reading all the other ones that I mentioned before, I am on that One Punch one, and I'm on chapter 100, right, 99. Actually, I'm on chapter 99, right before there. That, that's for Rico that, right there. So um, almost caught up, a little more than halfway, and yeah, that kind of wraps up what I've been doing my week. Hogwarts, trying to get through Hogwarts those damn collectibles got old fast but the world is still amazing and the quests are what's up so i'm really enjoying that trying to get to oolong i'm really excited about oolong just because it does take place during the 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 three kingdoms era if you're familiar with three kingdoms as dynasty warriors if you play dynasty warriors games you know all the characters so and i love dynasty Warriors. i love their lore and i love the history and so I'm trying to rush to get through that. Cause I want to play Lubu. I want to play Salsa. I want to play against, I want to beat these bosses. So like, I'm, I, I, I've heard, I've heard things about it more, more positive things, but people saying, Oh, it's a poor man's Neo or it's a poor man's, uh Sekiro or whatever. And but I'm over here. Like, I just want to beat the shadow of, you know, Liu Bei. And I, I, I'm excited for that. So I'm really, I'm really trying to make headway on this. So I can jump right into that one. That's because I also bought Octopath Traveler 2. Um, Yeah. You know my my switch backlog is yeah. probably about a, it's probably about thirty games on there already,
0: <laughs> yeah, some big releases this week for sure and uh again, uh oolong is on uh is on uh game Pass, so I did download it, and uh, the first boss is usually the hardest it's called the character creation uh oh, I didn't get I couldn't get past that uh so I haven't started the game. I watched the cutscenes and stuff like that, but I need to create my character first uh then i'll i'll dive in and i'll i'll do is, that uh, is i've a heard a lot of the creation. same i've heard a lot of the same like good stuff but uh again i've heard it compared more to like the Sekros than like souls games yeah but the character creation is it. it's not the craziest one i've seen but it's extensive
1: Ugh. well so. we'll see how that goes real random so let's see
0: how this iteration of like malice or browser turns out for you yeah and i
1: usually make them i usually make them the same at all times uh you know as because and i did this uh a while back just so i can make the character creation a lot easier for myself just have the same one going 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 and it's carried me a long way uh one of the things oh uh, real random uh one of the things that also dropped this past week i think it was more last week a few weeks ago or so and, I, and did i mention it metroid prime the physical yes. uh, physical copy, mm-hmm. where it was going for an atrocious amount online. Did I tell you about that?
0: Yeah, you told me. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, I, I I went looking for a copy in stores yesterday, thinking that they're going to get some, and uh who knows? But right now they're running for about ninety to a hundred dollars online. You know, if you want a physical copy of that, yeah, which sucks because I be like, yeah, perfect time to play them, I and I need the physical copy. I can just get the digital version, but I do want the physical copy because of my Switch collection is or my Switch games looks very very nice because we're all just there together
0: <laughs> okay
1: but yeah that wraps up my week
0: yeah i mean i'm i've been watching ted lasso getting ready for the new season um, oh yeah i've been playing a little bit of overwatch here and there just trying to get to i'm just about i'm like maybe four or five levels away from the uh, level 80 in the in the the past so i'm about to get that uh, kiriko skin uh, haven't really been playing too much else. Pokemon Go. Uh, I've been really interested in trying some of the uh, randomizer Nuzlocke runs for Pokemon. Maybe I hear that one of the very hard ones is called Emerald Kaizo, which is a. Uh, what is what is the word? Um,
1: yeah, it sounds kind of cool.
0: <laughs> it, it It's a variant of Emerald that is like edit it a little bit for difficulty sake you know for somebody that wants like a challenge in run in like a Pokemon run. And if you're not familiar with like a Nuzlocke run, it's you know you go and there's usually a set of rules where you go and you catch a Pokemon. Uh only you can only catch the first Pokemon you encounter in each area. There is a randomizer so sometimes so the Pokemon that spawn are completely random. They have uh sometimes you can even mix up their abilities, random abilities, random movesets Um, but then on top of that, every trainer you run into is also sometimes will have set tough Pokemon that they run or random. So you're going to run into like a bug catcher with like a Mewtwo or something like that. So you kind of have to be ready for anything. You can never like be caught like slipping with those games. And when, if your Pokemon ever faints, it's considered like dead. Mm -hmm. You can't use it anymore. So Mm -hmm. just interested in, in trying something like that. I've never done it. I've done you know, Wonder Locks, I've done uh, some like where you only can use like a certain type, uh, like a type lock, I guess, different things or color. I've done them where you can only use the same Pokemon of the same color something like that. But I've never done a Nuzlocke, especially a randomizer Nuzlocke. So I'm uh, looking at probably setting myself up to try one of those. Uh, sometimes I hear that they're hard. Sometimes I hear that you get lucky and you can beat it, you know, within one run, maybe two to five so let's see how that goes uh but like Mar- marcus mentioned we did get uh, some good news not a lot of news but some good news and some uh some cool things that i'm sure we're gonna discuss uh, pretty pretty good mm-hmm. uh we'll start off with anime and uh we did get attack on titan back this week uh i believe it's gonna be dropping on friday so for those attack on titan fans you know fridays are gonna be big and you mentioned that we're gonna get how many episodes this uh, this time around, Marcus?
1: Um, actually, it's gonna be a little different. Actually, the this this Attack on Titan. Everyone, do I really want to say it all over again? How did I say it last time? <laughs> uh, Attack
0: on uh, Titan, the final season, part three, <laughs> part one.
1: Part one. No, part two. part two. This is part two. Part two. Yeah, this is a, yeah. We're already in the end game. Uh, there's not gonna be any dropping every Friday. No, in this case, there's only two episodes. That's it. Just two episodes two one-hour specials 425 25-minute episodes if you want to call it something but there's only two hour specials and we got one yesterday there's okay. only one more special left and a lot of people are saying that they're not sure when that episode is going to drop people are saying may there's no confirmation i don't think there's confirmation yet actually but um
0: but yesterday are, was it
1: yesterday was the second to the last episode period as far and again this is me at least it has to be i know um it was said in february it was going to be four episodes but then they said it's going to be two one-hour specials instead of the four episodes so that's what we're getting we already got one of those two we um if you're if you if you follow the manga um we are on chapter 135 now it just wrapped up chapter 134 in the anime so we have chapters 135 136 137 138 139 five chapters left so in retrospect this last episode covered four chapters i believe 131 32 33 and 34 it covered four chapters this this one hour special that we got yesterday so we have five chapters left so honestly there's one there has to be one, one, ep- one, one episode left one one hour special left so um that will probably drop in may and that will be the end of that you so know they're basically
0: if, ending it in like like with two movies sort of
1: essentially yeah two 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 short movies yeah you know, because this yesterday was it was an exact was it exactly an hour runtime?
0: I'm not I'm not sure. I haven't seen it yet, so
1: yeah. Um, but count. yeah, it's too small too small movies we're getting. So there's no way there's no way for there to be an, anything else after. I'd be in shock if they said, "Oh, a movie," and I'd be in shock if they said, "Oh, we're gonna stop it at chapter 138 and chapter 139 is gonna be a 45 minute." You know. I would be genuinely shocked if they did something like that. <laughs> but yeah. we'll see. Like, like as far as I'm concerned, like, there's five chapters left. That's it. Um, so, yeah, that's – if you haven't seen it, check it out. dropped yesterday. I know the hype is real, and I know something that me and Rico and I – well, Rico and I have been looking forward to a long, long time as far as these characters. So, it's right around the corner.
0: Awesome. Awesome. That second part comes out when?
1: May, I believe. May. May okay but they're going to announce they haven't really announced com- they haven't really confirmed what date exactly but may seems to be the go to.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Uh we did get uh, spread the message from uh, the Demon Slayer crew that uh, the Swordsmith Village arc is scheduled for April 9th. I think we did also get a little trailer for it. So uh, if you want to check that out, just uh, look it up, you know, I'm sure you can find it on Twitter, YouTube, Anywhere that you uh, watch any type of anime news or stuff like that, you can check that out. Uh, We also, this one was an interesting one. The Avatar Studios first movie is set 12 years after the end of the animated series. We have talked about this a little bit before, that we're going to be getting some more uh, Avatar stuff for, you know, the people that are big fans of that series. I know it has a diehard fan base, whether it was the original Avatar or Legend of Korra. You know, people don't really like to talk about the live-action stuff, so we'll ignore that. But, uh, yeah, we're going to be going 12 years into the future. Uh, They do um, specify that Aang is going to be 24, uh, and some of the other characters will be 26, 27, 24. I know Zuko Zuko is one that I'm also familiar with. He's going to be 28, so they're going to be like that, you know, mid to you know, older adult in this film. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think of that? I know I, I've, I'm familiar with some of the, some of the characters and stuff, but you've watched Avatar, right?
1: Yes. i Have you watched seen... Korra too? Yes, I've seen both and I love both of them. Korra was actually, as far as like themes, Korra, Legend of Korra was a lot more intense and the, it was a lot more complex than Avatar. But in this case, what struck me as a little weird is I'm glad to have the original, the original group back. And it's going to be set 12 years, and and Quora is set, what is it, 50 or 60 years into the future? It's set very, very late. And we know Aang dies very young, if you've seen The the Legend of Quora. So it's kind of interesting that they're going to tell a story in between. It's not the first time they do it, but they're, they're going to be telling a story in between each one. Little do people know there's actually a comic book set or a series set. No, it's more of a graphic novel set of some of the stories that takes place after the ending of Avatar and some of the stories that takes place after Legend of Korra. Legend of Korra does end on a very interesting note to some people. I remember when it dropped, people were kind of like, seriously, whoa, whatever. And I, I was all for it. It was, it was actually real nice. And they continued that story through this graphic novel series. So uh, where, we, where we go from here, we'll see. I don't know if it's something that they're going maybe going to go another route in or you know, what a lot of these things do is just to tell a different story. They will take this story Put Korra in one timeline, put this one in another timeline, and just kind of roll with it and tell a completely different story, not necessarily timelines, but different endings, if you would. So kind of interesting to see where this is gonna head. And I think there was also going to be several productions or several something coming out of Avatar Studios because they do plan on making Avatar like a big time franchise now. So I'm all for it the, the 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 series has always been great if you haven't seen the Nickelodeon series way way, way ahead of its time um i know i i i enjoyed the hell out of it you know i saw that when i was like 16 or 17 years old and it was awesome so the fact that we're getting the original group it's going to be intense and can't wait
0: yeah right on uh we did also get a trailer for the pokemon series that we talked about that's coming uh we talked about it last week uh we it's just a small little trailer again you can check it out if you're a pokemon fan uh, look it up. Look at the new trailer. It shows uh Liko, Roy. It shows a uh, captain. The, yeah. The new Pokemon professor. It looks uh, amazing. It shows, it shows Pikachu, <laughs> Captain Pikachu. Um, it looks like uh, Liko is going to probably have Sprigatito as a partner based on what we see in the Yeah. In the and Roy trailer. will have.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's That's
0: looking, what it looks like. It's, it's looking to like, w- they also introduce a new character. They don't name him. But he basically is wearing a suit, and he has a Cerulege, kind of as his main Pokemon, it seems. I was happy that in the little poster that they put together, um, there was a Noctowl in the back. (laughs) That was kind of what excited me the most, (laughs) Uh, just looking at some of the Pokemon that uh, I guess are going to be featured in some way, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, just uh, look out for that if you're uh, looking forward to that. Some of the other things before we kind of get into the big stuff here. Uh, Marcus, you shared something about high dive.
1: Yeah. And again, I've been a proponent of high dive just because of competition. Any competition is good competition. And hey, high dive, if you're listening, then you know, doubt it, right? But fix your interface because their UI sucks. But, anyways, the content's good, the UI sucks. But AMC Network Sentai Filmworks, which is this is why it's a big deal. And the Mainichi Broadcasting System, which is over in Japan, they've sealed a major deal for anime content on the HiDive Dive streaming service. Now, and I figured Sentai was just going to go exclusively this way, but the fact that they also got this broadcast broadcasting system, which is a major broadcasting system in Japan, they're going to link up, and they they're going to basically, you know, roll with High Dive as a streaming service. So they got some big time partnerships there up up top, and it's High Dive's chance to make headway into the anime streaming atmosphere to compete with Crunchyroll, which is again any comp there's a good competition. So I'm cool with that. And again, I do have high dive. I they have some great shows, but their UI is just wow, abysmal. So hopefully they fix it. Hopefully they make it a lot easier to navigate and they can actually get rolling and become a big time competitor. Which I, I've always I've always said that when Crunchyroll had merged with Funimation that high, this was gonna be high dive's chance to at least do something, get something to, you know, become that competitor for Crunchyroll. So I'm glad they're making headway in that direction just so they can compete. And again, not that I dislike Crunchyroll in any way. I, I love both. Crunchyroll at High Dive, you know, anime anime fan gotta love both. It's just competition's good competition, you know what I mean? Uh yeah. I'm I'm more still waiting for Disney and to do something with their uh their anime stuff, you know, because I know Hulu was kind of the thing there and, you know, Summertime rendering. I don't think there's still not a way to watch it in in the US. So is it we'll on see. Hulu? Is it on Hulu already? It is, yeah, isn't it? So. Yeah, ah, it's okay. On Hulu okay. Okay, so it's just a matter of Disney putting their stuff. Is there, Disney's putting their stuff on? Yeah, we mentioned it. You're right. I'm sorry. They did mention that they're, they're starting to put their their anime stuff on Hulu exclusively for for Disney stuff instead of yeah. like Disney Japan, right? Yeah, very good. But yeah, that, that's I wanted to mention that about High Dive. Uh, so good for them. Hopefully, again, they big massive second and big massive step in the right direction
0: yeah so uh last thing we'll cover here is uh last night we did have uh last night early today we did have the anime awards 2023 the Crunchyroll anime awards so uh there was some big winners some nice winners some that were kind of predictable others that weren't i don't know if you have the list pulled up already marcus yes it's uh that, Just link pulled that, I, up. that I posted yeah Uh, but we'll kind of start from the bottom uh voice acting cyberpunk edge runners Uh, i haven't seen it yet but i've been meaning to see it so i guess this is kind of a perfect time uh another voice acting award specifically for japanese uh was the voice actor for aaron yeager yuki kaji um i don't know I'll, i'll i think you're familiar with a little bit more of these so i'll let you i'll let you go through them uh, you can kind of go through the ones that you want to talk about, or if you want to go through them each individually, I'll kind of let you mention right. and I'll piggyback off you. All
1: right. So Rico already mentioned the voice actors, the English voice actors, Japanese voice actors. I'm, I'm always a, a big uh, sucker for the, uh, for the English ones, because, again, I do watch English and, you know, more so than, I recognize them obviously more so than the Japanese ones. But, uh, yeah, Zach Aguilar, who voices... Um, um, demon slayer what's his name man
0: david martinez in
1: this one. Oh, this one david martinez but he's also the voice for over there in demon slayer so he's he's up he's rising he's just going to be keep on getting better and better so that's cool to see best voice acting for japanese yuji kaji aaron yeager best romance anime and this is because the ultra romantic uh, kaguya sama love is war this is the third season i know the manga just finished up this one this one actually had a lot of heavy hitters i actually thought uh my dress up darling was going to be a basically kind of take this one i kind of just looked at him br- briefly yesterday and in and school and i thought oh he made my picks and stuff my dress up darling was the one i thought i was going to take it kaguya sama i won it multiple times before so i was like hey maybe you know they'll throw a little bone at somebody right and uh because i've seen komi i've seen uh, love after world Domin- uh world domination and my dress up i haven't seen the other two but i've been meaning to see call of the night but shout out to my dress up darling because that one was amazing but by any means kaguya third season that's that's what's up Best fantasy anime, and I did see a lot of Demon Slayer on this list. A lot of Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan. Um, I wish I would have seen, and I'm not hating on it in any way. I just, I would I would probably maybe try to give some of these awards to other anime so they can have some, just a little bit more, I guess, what, free advertising, right? I guess. Best fantasy anime goes to Demon Slayer, the district art. I did see uh, Made in Abyss, which is amazing. Ranking of Kings. Also amazing, and to me, Overlord's also there. A little, just a little overrated for me, but ranking and Kings I Made in Abyss are exceptional. But again, Demon Slayer is amazing in its own right, so not, not mad there. Best drama, drama anime goes to Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2 this one oh this one was crazy because i've actually seen four of these out of the five that they had there well six if you include time on titan uh again no not weighing in any way but their 86 was on there cyberpunk was on there coderow was on there that's the one on netflix Uh, and made in abyss and so i was just like you know damn and one of the things i saw was again these mainstream anime obviously it seems like you hope they don't win and again it's not me hitting on them at any minute i would just want to see a little bit more love spread throughout and i thought in this case whether it was quarter or 86 um or cyberpunk we probably would have won this one because i quarter is amazing that one's a slice of life a uh, little kid who just kind of lives on his own and just awesome and 86 was gut-wrenching so was cyberpunk but nonetheless uh best drawn anime attack on titan season two best comedy which again Spy Family, and I'm glad Spy Family wanted something because that one was funny I knew it was going against some heavy hitters And I'm glad Spy Family won. I did have Spy Family at, at least winning the categories that it was in this one being one of them uh, It was going up against Kaguya-sama, which is again romantic comedy, Kodoro, My Dress Up Darling, Uncle From Another World, and Your Boy Kong Ming Your Boy Kong Ming, a little, little underrated, right? But I, I loved it uh, But again, I'm not mad at Spy Family is amazing and I think I already kind of talked about the other ones there Best Action Anime goes to demon slayer again the entertainment district arc the uh, runners-up nominees attack on titan cyberpunk jojo uh licorice recoil and spy family so again each one of those has amazing action in its own right so that that was also a very hard category on this one i did have demon slayer winning just because you know the action is intense and that's what they've been their animation has been stellar and that's what they've been kind of pushing right this that particular anime. Best must protect at all costs anime character. And honestly, oh, dude, talk about like, <laughs> um, talk about like just on this one, I had two or three, but I did have an order. And honestly, the winner goes to Anya Forger Anya Forger and Spy Family. Uh, my other buyer picks were Prince Boji, <laughs> of course. Prince Boji, Ranking of Kings, Kage was also on there, but no, to me, it was either Prince Boji or uh, Kotaro. You did have Maureen and you did have Shoku Komi, but. Uh, Kodoro and Boji were up there with as far as what Anya represents, but again, Anya just amazing and she's quirky. But if you haven't, if you want to see more characters like Anya, there's Boji and kotaro If you haven't checked those out, I do highly, highly recommend those. Uh, I wouldn't go with a waifu like marina or Komi right here just because they're they can take care of themselves, where you're not you're kind of competing with little kids here in this one, but Anya, best must protect all costs, amazing. <laughs> best Supporting Anime Character also goes to Anya Forger from Spy Family. Now this one did have, again, uh, Uzui from Demon Slayer, Rebecca from Cyberpunk, Kage, Ranking of Kings, and Hayasaka uh, from Kage Asama And this one. Best Supporting Character. That, that one was also kind of hard. And, and this one, it was also competing with Yor, but Anya was a fan favorite from Spy Family from the Gekko. All the Forgers are, but Anya seems to be the one that takes the cake. Um, again, in this one, I I didn't really see anybody else winning this, uh, just what, because... Huh? What,
0: what? It, what, what do you think of them designating, based on their awards, uh, you're going to go into main character after this, mm-hmm. but what did you think of them designating not only Anya, but your as supporting characters? Being that it feels like most of the... I would say she probably has equal, if not maybe more... Mm-hmm. Of her POV is in the anime as Lloyd, which is the the character classified as the main character, mm-hmm. which we'll see here coming up. I, I don't know. I kind of thought, like, hmm, it's interesting that they designate these two in this category and him in that one.
1: Yeah, but he, again, when it comes to main character, I think this is kind of just an English standpoint. You got to designate your protagonist, your do-tagonist, or your tritagonist. In this case, you you have a family that represents all three. Lloyd is our first point of view that we get, and probably the one with the most screen time, who would serve as our main character protagonist. Anya and your, however, would serve as our do-tagonist and our tritagonist, and that's kind of where the best supporting thing kind of comes up from. Even though they do have their point of view, our story is not told through their lens as much as it is through Lloyd. That makes sense. Well,
0: well, well, see, that's what I'm saying. I think we. I, I actually feel like I've seen more. Of Anya of Anya POV than I have of Lloyd, which is why mm. I which is the only reason I thought like, hmm. I'm not exactly sure, but I I know for sure your is a third yeah. to those two. So but I, I, I I actually think Anya might be the main character or Lloyd. I feel like they're I feel like they might be switched or maybe they're interchangeable. So I don't know. Just oh, yeah. a, a, a yeah. that I had.
1: Probably interchangeable, and they very well could have put Anya into the main category for main supporting characters also, but again, when you're dealing with main supporting character, you're dealing with a bunch of other heavy hitters, you know what I mean? So, by all means, yeah, you're absolutely right. She could have very well fit into the main character part also. Um, so, yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with you at all, actually, on that one. Uh, but I guess they did want to get put her somewhere, so I think they kind of just went with best supporting character in her case. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah so that brings us to the next one which is our best and we're going to mention it our best main character best main character through and through winner here is aaron yeager and i know again uh popularity we've been with aaron for already many many years attack on Titan, i believe first dropped when 2010 11 is it that old i don't remember but we've been with aaron for years so he's fi- his story's finally coming up finally coming to inclusion they were going against the likes of boji uh, Chisato, David, of Cyberpunk, Lloyd, and Maureen. But in this case, again, right now, out of those five, Aaron does have the biggest impact in in our society and in the anime world right now. So I'm actually not mad at that one a lot. Uh, based off the five that I saw, there's no way you can give it to anybody else because Aaron's his story's coming to an end and it's going to be that intense. Best anime director, Demon Slayer, uh, goes to Demon Slayer Entertainment District Arc, uh, going against the likes of uh, Attack on Titan, Ranking of Kings, Zirkus Recoils, Spy Family, and Cyberpunk, their respective directors. And um, yeah, Demon Slayer takes a cake. And again, animation helps a lot. Best anime song. And this one, again, um, just when you have the orchestra that Attack on Titan does and you have those openings that they do, and it's just wow. Thank each you. one, yeah, each one of their openings is just iconic, iconic at this point. It's iconic. It's like Rico said, top tier. And it's kind of very hard, where you know, a anime such as Attack on that just kind of takes over the atmosphere. You know, it, it was going to be, it was going to beat out just about anybody, regardless of whether you like one more than the other. Attack on was going to win through and through, just because of popularity and the the profound impact that the orchestra just and the the iconic that each each opening is. You know what I mean? Everybody has it downloaded and, and listens to it and knows which one it is. So. Uh, but just in case, it did go against your boy Kong Ming with a cheeky cheeky bum bum. That was a really good one, too. Spy Family also had great openings. Kaguya Sama, uh, Love is War, My Nonfiction, Shadow House, Second Season, Shall We Dance, and One Piece Film Red, New Genesis. That's because the, the One Piece Film Red does have a lot of music, too. But again, best anime song goes to uh, The Rumbling by Sim. Tack on Titan. Best anime film. This one actually, I, I had no idea what to expect. I didn't think it was going to be any of the nominees, but I also didn't think it was going to be Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, but this was probably the one that would have won just because of how popular Jujutsu Kaisen Zero is. The winner is, for best anime film, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. It was going against the likes of Belle, Dragon Ball Super Superhero, Inuo, One Piece Film Red, and The Deer King. The only other one I thought that stood a chance was Dragon Ball Super in this yeah, case. Um, but, you know, it's just for whatever reason, I, it didn't win, which is strange because I Dragon Ball Super i think did a very very well in the box office at least here but again the popularity of jujutsu kaisen had to win something and um jujutsu kai zero best anime film best anime score and again anytime you talk about music right now you know regardless of how amazing the other ones are even though cyberpunk endrunners did have an amazing score also that was my runner up in this one um the best anime score goes to attack on titan final season part two and again the music that's on attack on titan is just iconic uh i I didn't think, I didn't think anybody else was going to win. I was just kind of hoping that maybe Cyberpunk would, you know, edge it out a bit, but I, I figured I wasn't going to. Best ending, best anime ending sequence. In this case, the winner is Comedy uh, uh, by Gen. This is for Spy Family. The nominees were Attack on Titan Final Season 2, My Dress Up Darling, Komi Can't Communicate, Kariyasama, and Call of the Night. In this case, Spy Family had an amazing opening. It had amazing endings. I thought the endings were always real good. Um, not as quite, not not quite as you know. Jujutsu Kaisen. I will give Jujutsu Kaisen that ending from their first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, the best, the best ending. And so hopefully we can make the endings as popular as you know, just like just like Jujutsu Kaisen and Spy Family, and really make them a thing like we do the opening. So best anime ending sequence of Spy Family, which again is awesome. Uh, some of the other ones that are also good are My Dress of Darling, again, Attack on Titan, uh, which probably highlight for me those two. I, I don't remember Kaguya-sama's, unfortunately but rounding out we do have a few more we have i'm going to kind of speed up here um just so we can kind of get to the big ones up top best anime opening sequence again we've talked about it attack on titan anytime it comes to music always up there uh, we had cyberpunk demon slayer ranking of kings Spy family and your boy kong me and again those were all good but attack on titan's attack on titan best continuing anime series and i think only one ever fits this bill and this is the someone i'm currently in is one piece right Avatar, uh, attack on titan's right about to finish uh, demon slayer is already kind of heading to what's probably the second to the last arc uh jojo's bizarre adventure might have been the only one that probably could have taken this but one piece is just iconic usually over just about any of these uh, also uh, kaguya sama love is war where the manga just finished i made an abyss which doesn't get a lot of love super underrated but if you haven't checked that one out and it's been on a lot of these lists it just hasn't won and it's not going to unfortunately but um check it out if you haven't a little love for made in abyss right there the gold and the golden city of the scorching sun which you can only see on high dive <laughs> best new anime series this one had a lot of heavy hitters too spy family takes the win it's one against call of the night cyberpunk licorice recoil my dress up darling and your boy kong mean um and again i think with this one they had the idea of lo- of ongoing in mind because all of these are ongoing except for cyberpunk uh, Edge Runners, as of right now, they didn't announce, and they had, I don't think they have any plans to even have a Season 2. Licorice Recoil already got the Season 2 underway a while back, and all of these will probably end up continuing, believe it or not. So I think that's what they went with, and there's a reason why I'm specifying this that you'll find, find out in a bit. But Best New Anime Series, Spy Family. Best Animation, this one goes to Demon Slayer, and it's always been hyped. Um... The nominees, Akabi, Attack on Titan, Cyberpunk, Ranking of Kings, and Spy Family, but I think we can agree that, that yeah. Bulls just... That's a gimme. Yeah, they've just been tearing it up when it comes to their animation. Uh, best anime for character designs. Character designs, and this win, the winner here also is Demon Slayer, uh, going up against the likes of Ranking of Kings, Spy Family, My Dress Up Darling, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, and Cyberpunk. And again, when it comes to character designs, I think just about... This one kind of probably does top it compared to the others best original anime. And these are the last two that we got going on here and the original anime means this is the original source material. There is no manga that goes to it. No light novel. Best original anime means they've made it from for specifically anime purposes only. And that one, and this one was kind of a gimme. I didn't think any of us is going to beat it. It goes to licorice recoil. Uh, it, it was doing wonders. People loved it. It's going to get a second season. Um, The ones that went up against were Birdie Wing, Healer Girl, The Orbital Children, Vampire in the Garden, and Yuri Deco. And again, this one was a gimme for me. I I figured this one was going to win because people were raving about it. And then we have Anime of the Year. And the nominees were Cyberpunk, Edge Runners, Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, Licorice Recoil, Ranking of Kings, and Spy Family. Now, I've been saying Ranking of Kings. This is the second part, Core 2. And this one was a pleasant surprise for me because this one was going against some heavy heavy hitters and in this case this is one of the instances where the popularity of the other two probably did not win out strangely enough um i had it up there demon slayer town times by family and cyberpunk to me those were the four that were just gonna probably take it and i hadn't. I wanted them to win, and I didn't think they were going to. But Cyberpunk, Edge Runners takes Anime of the Year this year, and that actually beat out the popularity that is Demon Slayer and Attack on Tacon Titan. Now, I'm sure Tacon Titan will get there, probably this uh, for 2023 with this next part. Um, but man, amazing, amazing anime! I know Rico says he's excited to watch it, but Cyberpunk, Edge Runners, and I and the reason I said they didn't win the the new anime was because. C- Cyberpunk is over. You know, you have a complete story. Yeah, a few episodes. The story's been told, where the other ones are still ongoing. So I think they they did Cyberpunk a good service here by just you know shouting it out this time around and you know letting it take its WI because everybody else is going to get theirs eventually. Um, so yeah, that rounds up that list. What do you think overall, Rico? I
0: mean, overall great list. You know, uh, obviously big year for Demon Slayer, big year for Spy Family, big year for. Attack on Titan. You know some good shouts though in be- here and in between for you know the Licorice Recoils, the Cyberpunk. You know taking the big one. It will be interesting to see, like you mentioned, Attack on Titan. You know is that kind of the ending this year in 2023 gonna push for maybe the big award next year? And it you know it's gonna have to go up against uh it's gonna have to go up against Chainsaw Man. So yeah we're gonna see like what what we're gonna get there you know I, I'm a big uh Anya forger fan so I was really happy to see her get her awards there um but you know overall, you know a lot of big anime on here which is great you know it's been a great year thus far for uh for anime this year it was a great year last year just so many big shows uh like you mentioned, a lot of them are continuing so we're you know just uh, keeping going.
1: Yeah, and you had mentioned Chainsaw Man. And I, I would want that to win, but I know Ch- Chainsaw Man's been getting a lot of controversy over in Japan because people weren't happy with the animation. But that's a whole different story for another time. I think we mentioned it before, but um, I, I love Chainsaw Man. I love the story. It's still ongoing. So I'm glad you, you shut it out, right? We're, we're going to be getting some amazing, amazing stuff this coming year. Um, I think Blue Lock is actually going to be in this category, too. It has to be, because uh, Blue Lock that's is, oh, man, amazing. Like, when you want to talk about... I. As soon as I got done with the first two episodes, three episodes, I said, ah, "I'm gonna read this." There's no way I can't, and I, I rolled with it, dude. And I, I ain't mad about that one.
0: <laughs> it'll be inter- it'll be interesting to see. Uh, My hero has kind of come back around, like to be solid, you know, after its a little like slower seasons there in between. So let's see where how high that gets up. Is it gonna be considered, you know, maybe not win anime of the year, but is it gonna be up there again, or I think will so. it? Will, will it be like more in some of the other? uh categories so let's see i, I,
1: I think so i've always touted i've always touted this one as the the best season of my hero and I, I i'd even been hyping it up for many many years even in the manga like this is gonna be the best season this is gonna be the best season and yeah i i do believe that it will be up there for sure
0: okay so anything else for anime you want to throw in there
1: um that that is it that is it i know uh, i think we spent a good while talking about that covering about that which i'm very happy about i can keep talking about it but i'm not going to we got we to gotta finish. <laughs> yeah, we do have some other things to talk about. Maybe we give
0: them their five minutes or whatever. Yeah, I
1: mean, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about Chainsaw Man, Blue Dog Eyes, all these other ones. So you, you just tell me, man. I'll talk about them.
0: <laughs> we'll have to save that for another day.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, we'll jump over to TV and movies, and I'll try to make this quick. Um, Guy Ritchie, which is uh, the director of these uh, Sherlock Holmes films, say that uh, there's a possibility of a third one and everything is up to Robert Downey jr. Whether or not he wants to make another film. I hope so. Uh, yeah, I know I, I had to throw this in there because I know we love, we're, we're Sherlock fans and, uh, you know, hopefully we get another one. Dude,
1: apparently, I read somewhere that like even Harry Campbell might, might like, want to be like another kind of Sherlock Holmes in the series, which, again, because obviously stemming from Enola Holmes and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I, I know we watched just about a lot of these iterations of Sherlock, man, because he, they, they, he's been real interesting. The only one I haven't seen is that BBC one, but I've heard it's wonderful.
0: Oh, the one with uh Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah.
0: Didn't you say you watched a uh, Sherlock Holmes-esque anime?
1: Yes, the, uh, Moriarty, Moriarty the Patriot. There we go. If you haven't seen it, check it out because this is from the bad guy's point of view and Sherlock actually comes out a little a little later when you see him you're like, oh and sure enough they have the a great chemistry on, on, on the on the screen and stuff like that and Sherlock's just the best of, like shit talker. So it's good. <laughs> it's good.
0: <laughs> that's interesting. I love the different point of view uh thing people do sometimes. So Oh
1: check awesome. it out. You 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 would like it. You really would. Moriarty of the Patriots are, it's on Crunchyroll.
0: Okay, I'll I'll look up for that. Uh, tonight Chris Rock after that big controversy uh these last this last year with uh you know the Will Smith slap, my keep my wife's name out your mouth thing, uh-huh. is uh, finally coming back to the big stage and is going to be doing a live Netflix special actually tonight, uh March fourth, as we're recording this, and it's gonna be at ten PM Eastern. I for sure I'm very interested in watching this, seeing what he has to say, what he's going to say about the whole ordeal, how he's going to play off that, you know, a lot of people I'm sure are going to be tuning in to check out, you know, just what exactly this guy's going to poke fun of and, you know, talk about these last couple of years and, you know, uh, coming back, doing something live off of COVID, off of the slap, off of all, you know, the crazy stuff.
1: And talk about, talk about, honestly, that, that, that slap was a blessing for Chris Rock because it put him at the top of the comedy spectrum again here. Like, it just shot him back up to popularity, yeah. right? Because everybody wants to know what he has to say and people are going to be tuning, tuning into this. You know, it happened to Dave Chappelle last year when the whole that whole thing with Dave Chappelle was coming and now Chris Rock is getting a second life, man. A second breath of wind here, which is crazy because Will Smith slapped the shit out of him on national television. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so... Good on him, man. And I, for okay. sure, I'll be checking this out. I'm really excited. To oh,
1: I'll, I'll actually check it out, too. Uh, I, I will. I do like Chris Rock.
0: Um, the Super Mario movie actually got pushed up two days. It was going to be coming out April 7th. And now it's going to be coming out April 5th in the U.S. And uh, more than 60 markets around the world. So, I mean, I'm, I ain't complaining. Two days early, I'm down.
1: Yeah, I'm going to call in on the 5th. Watch it day one.
0: So the next day, I mean, the next... Uh, The new date is going to be April 5th, so uh, look forward to it. Uh, This one was a cool one. Jamie Campbell Bauer is uh, very much interested in playing the Scarecrow from the Spider-Man universe. He says that it would be quote-unquote really cool. And, you know, just thinking about the last performance that we've seen from him and thinking of the Scarecrow character, I mean, come on. Yeah,
1: Vecna and Scarecrow. That
0: would be perfect.
1: And we had a really good iteration of of uh, Batman Begins, because I thought he was very, very awesome, too. Cillian I'm Murphy? Of, yeah. So now, if Jamie Campbell Bauer thinks he'd be, play a cool scarecrow, I think so, too. <laughs> It'd be great to see. And especially with these young guys in uh, in the Batman. If they wanted to bring him in for the Batman, I'd imagine, like, you're dealing with a bunch of younger-esque, younger cast type of people, and he'd fit right in. You know what I mean? I think yeah. so.
0: Jamie Campbell versus Robin, Robert Penson. I mean, dude, come on.
1: Yeah, the Joker. And, maybe we had the Joker and... It was it Barry Kogan and Jamie Campbell Bower versus the but Shoo, man!
0: Hell yeah,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, man.
0: Let me up. So uh, there have been some rumors going around about Detective Pikachu two looking for a director. It looks like they found that director. His name is Jonathan Cursell. Uh As far as I know, what I looked up, uh, I wasn't too familiar with some of his work. Uh, I know he's done a lot of a lot more writing. He did make his directorial debut, I think, with another film coming out. Supposedly, it's going to be some kind of Sesame Street project. So, I mean, Detective Pikachu 2, we knew it was coming. Just uh, didn't know who was going to be working on it. And there's your name. There's your director, Jonathan Christel mm. uh, That's all I have for TV and movies. Uh, anything else you want to shout out, Marcus? Any other thing you can think of?
1: Mm, no, no, no. I think that's about it. Um... I know it's kind of slow here. I know, but just shout out to that super cool for, uh, what is it? Trailer for Telasso that we did get, um, did we talk about that last week already actually? right? And um, then, um,
0: yeah, we talked about that. And uh, again, that does come out to the 15th.
1: Yeah. And then, month, um, so succession did also get their trailer and did confirm that we are getting the final season of succession season four. So just a shout out to that also. Uh, but yeah, no, that's about it.
0: Uh, we'll close up with, uh, the gaming section, uh, I think like the day after or the night of that we recorded the last podcast in the middle of the night, you know, there's that meme that goes around that's like, uh, comes in, drops this and walks out, uh, you know, and sa- and explains absolutely nothing. Uh, the team for Elden Ring on their Twitter went ahead and just came in and said, Shadow of the Earth Tree is coming in development. DLC for Elden Ring, and then just leaves, explains nothing, no date. But everybody just was super hyped. If you play Elden Ring, <laughs> we've been talking about this, that uh, some kind of DLC is coming. There was a different name that was thrown around, something about the Badlands or something like that. Uh, but now we know that it is Shadow of the Earth Tree. We did get a visual with uh, what looks like the earth tree kind of like seeping out some gold, some kind of gold stuff or. Um, that's
1: um, all the gold you lost during the first castle. Yeah. <laughs> that, that what's the space took from you, right? That the merchant guy yeah. stuffed <laughs> it into the earth tree. <laughs> that, <laughs> that,
0: that's perfect. <laughs> uh, and we do, we do see torrent in a field uh, with a, a different uh, carrying around a different person. Uh, some people say it's Mikkala. Other people think it is Merica, Queen Merica. Everybody has their different uh, ideas about what that, who it is or what it is. Uh, when we do get uh, Torrent from Ronnie at the beginning of the game, she does say like, oh, something about a previous owner or previous keeper or something like that. So, uh, you know, it looks like we might be getting something in the past. We might be going back to something or maybe a vision or who knows. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of story to be told in the Elden Ring universe, so I mean, we now we officially know something's coming, so excited for that. Any any thoughts there? Any?
1: Oh man, I just that that I know you played it several times already, but and I I, I picked up the one and kind of midway through that sec, that new game plus. But I'm actually kind of excited to go and replay this just a little right before. Uh, if they do bring back bring back all these characters, I'm kind of I'm kind of curious how the expansion is going to. A work right? i guess you know um i you gonna go in there overpowered you're gonna go in there had a level cap or you're gonna be something new or i'm kind of curious as to which route they're gonna go in because if, yeah. if it's this case it also seems like maybe like is it a prequel a sequel or is it like like and i say that in terms of the story like it's gonna take place around the same time after like so i i just want to know more i want to know more about what the hell we're getting into <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I am also uh, replaying the game again slowly, but I, I log in and do a couple things every now and then so I can have like a fresh run where I'm gonna like complete the game with a character like at a decent level. So that I, if the case is that I'm going in there and I'm gonna be too OP, I don't want to experience it like that. I want to go back and for it to be like tough, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna not. Use my character that's in new game plus like five or whatever it is, where all my stats are super high and all that. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to this big time. Um, some new job listings at the coalition appear to confirm that the studio is working on Gears of War. Uh, this would be what, six? I think we have five. So Gears of War fans, it looks like uh, we might be getting a new game. I know there's been all this talks about uh, a movie. Uh, would we be getting Batista? Um, but I don't think we've really mentioned too much about the games. So this is the first little hint at that, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, PlayStation is going to be making a limited edition PS5 and partnering with none other than the NBA's all-time leading scorer, LeBron James. Did you get a look at this bad
1: mm-hmm. boy? I, I I caught a glimpse, but um nothing nothing too crazy (laughs) i just
0: standard ps5 with the black plates and a little bit of just art there on the side with some mm -hmm. crowns and uh i can't really see what it says it
1: says that nothing is given everything is earned
0: perfect dude perfect
1: so i mean who knows
0: who knows i mean i i think it's a really good looking console to be honest yeah it's black I'm not a fan of the of the white plates, but I, I did like uh, some of these different ones. I know for a while they were selling like some other plates that you could put on there and attach and stuff. And I think they kind of shut that down really quickly, right?
1: Yeah, because obviously it wasn't official. So,
0: yeah. So I'm excited. I think the look is nice. And plus, anybody that's a PlayStation fan and a LeBron fan, I mean, your day has come.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, this is a really interesting piece of news. The Olympics are picking up eSports. The Olympic eSports series is coming, and this is your chance to participate. Are you up for the challenge? And I think they listed what the, uh, what the games that they're going to start off with are. I think there's an archery game. Tennis? Let me see. Let me, let me, let me pull this up. What do you think of this, Marcus? eSports. An
1: esports Olympics and uh, and I'm gonna assume like you'll be able to run, shot put, jump, like you know, in a esports online, right? Is that like am I gonna have to press A B the fastest to get my guy to run? Is that gonna how fast can I do it? You know what I mean? Is it something like that? Like like when I read it I was like, huh. You know, am I gonna have to who can mash A the fastest? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that's what I was thinking. Like again, I didn't really know exactly how it was going to look or what it was going to do or I didn't know it was going to be something like motion controls and you know what I mean like I I didn't know what was up when I first when you when you had first posted that so it was a little interesting to see
0: yeah it says here that uh, the the initially confirmed featured games across nine sports are going to be archery baseball chess cycling dance motorsport sailing taekwondo and tennis and you are going to be in an arena so you're going to have to be there physically
1: oh okay
0: and it is going to be like virtual, virtual sports. So there's going to be some kind of, I'm sure, if it's not uh, an AR, maybe with a headset or something like that. I'm huh. not sure.
1: I guess I'm we'll find sure. out more, right?
0: I'm not sure. I need to, I need to do my, uh, my homework a little bit more and kind of figure out how this is going to be. Again, this is just announced, so I'm sure there's a lot that we're still going to have to learn about this. Yeah. But it, it seems like it's going to be a lot of virtual stuff. So, uh, I mean, I'm just glad that they're embracing the whole esports uh, movement, you know. We have so many things that are so big nowadays. I know I watch a lot of Overwatch League. Uh, I'm very happy that the Overwatch World Cup is back. And, uh, you know, we still have, we have people uh, in these last uh, few days, few weeks, like qualifying for the World Cup and stuff like that. So uh i'm excited that's back i'm ex- uh you know i know a lot of people are into like the league of legends scene the valorant scene some of those games so i wonder if we'll ever get to that point where we're gonna have those kinds of things maybe in this mm-hmm. uh kind of uh competition Setting. yeah 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 so i i was happy just to see that this is getting recognized at all to be honest and let's see let's see how far we go um Star Wars Jedi Survivor director Strig Osman says that I have always wanted to see these games as a trilogy. So it's looking like Cal Kestis' story will probably have one more, at least one more uh, game after this one. So, I mean, nothing nothing really more there than just exactly what it is. It's one more game. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did get also a very nice. Pleasant surprise for the two of us. We got introduced to Kiriko, the Terrible Tornado, (laughs) which is a Tatsumaki skin that is going to be coming to Overwatch 2 for the One Punch Man collaboration, which is going to start in a few days on March the 7th. Uh, I think they did mention that this is going to be a a one that you purchase. I think think it was 2,100 coins, which honestly, I thought it was going to be a lot more. To be honest like that's I, a lot I mean don't get me wrong that's a lot, but I thought it was going to be more
1: I just think that just means we're gonna get a lot more of these one punch man skins, and uh-huh. I know we had talked about it a while back right and we had mentioned tatsumaki being one of these, and, and I was shooting for sigma, but i I think Kitiko, <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. Kit- Kitiko was a kind of a safe bet It kind of made a little sense, but obviously we're going with the you know, <laughs> floating and all that stuff that he usually does. And it blows my mind, dude, that like I just, I started One Punch Man because you had always talked about it. I wanted something new to read because I had to finish Slam Dunk or whatever. And um, I finished, I, I read a bit more of Hell's Paradise, but that one was, there was a part where I was kind of like, you know, lo, 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 I want to read something that's still ongoing and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what, let me just read One Punch Man. And I read it on a whim and, and oh yeah, a month later, hey, uh, we're going to do a One Punch, Overwatch's going to do a One Punch Man crossword. I said, what are the odds, dude? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> And I've been hyping it up with Rico. So
0: yeah. So uh, this is just the second one we did get introduced to the Saitama skin for Doomfist uh, initially, which is going to be earnable. So that's a little different than this one.
1: Soldier's also a Moomin writer, no?
0: I've seen I've seen that going around, but I don't know if that's official.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I get you.
0: I don't know if that's official because I've seen a bunch of pictures, but unless it comes from like the play Overwatch. Twitter. Twitter like I usually yeah. just take it with a grain of salt because a lot of people do like art and concepts and stuff like that and I've seen the Moomin Rider one and it looks pretty awesome yeah I mean,
1: it's just a matter of time to we get Gino's as Genji and um you know we still need Fubuki and we need a bomb and I'm sorry uh I'm sorry no, what's it bomb bomb what's the name yeah bang bang uh, we get Bang as as maybe like a Hanzo. Like, uh, there's going to be some cool ones, man. I can't wait. I hope we. I hope they do it. I hope they do a lot. I hope they do a lot. But uh, the one thing that counts, like, well, obviously, we got to get Genos, right? I think Genos is probably the... Yeah. Uh, safe bet so, for Genji. Yeah, safe, safe bet for Genji and stuff like that because obviously they're both cyborgs. So it just makes sense, right? Uh, but we'll see, man. I, I'm excited to see who, who comes up as what and, and who gets what. So it's going to be fun
0: yeah some interesting ones for sure uh and it's only it's in the next couple days so i'm sure between now and then we're gonna get at least another one or two announcements like hey these are also coming hopefully Mm -hmm. right um this is only i think the second ever like collab that overwatch does it'll be the first one of overwatch 2 if you don't remember in overwatch one they did do a collaboration with lego which we got a lego bastion skin i remember that um I don't know if you read the article, but they were super excited about. They they talked about, uh, which is interesting that they posted the article on Xbox, where they talked about like this uh, collaboration. Let me see what website it was exactly. It is on yeah on the Microsoft Xbox uh, website. They posted it there, so I mean, take that for what you will. You know, with the acquisition kind of still happening, not exactly done, uh, with uh, Blizzard Activision. You know, being. uh, absorbed into Microsoft, purchased, not just absorbed, purchased. I wonder
1: if we're going to get more like crossover between Adam and Overwatch.
0: So that was the next thing I was going to go into. Before, it kind of, before, when they announced this, they initially were announcing it. They talked about doing, possibly doing more collabs in the future. If you read the article, it seems like their stance has changed. And now it's not a matter of if, But when they kind of say that there's going to they're going to continue to do collabs in certain seasons. And that kind of leads you to believe, well, what seasons are the perfect seasons for them to do these collabs? When there's not new heroes. Yeah, this 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 season is a non new hero season. Next season, we get a new hero and that is what's going to bring people back into the game yeah then the season after that when we're gonna get a map and not a hero you know maps are not you know as sexy as like a new hero that you get to play with a new kit that changes the meta possibly you know a different experience maps aren't exactly don't exactly hit like Mm -hmm. heroes do so what do you get instead you get something like this collaborations Uh, yeah collabs game modes different little exciting things like this. So now it's not a matter of if but when it seems like. So uh, my idea would be that they're probably thinking that it's going to be during those middle those middle seasons when there's not really a new hero or something big coming. We'll get more of these collabs. They did mention in the article too that some of the other collabs they would love to to see would be uh, obviously Dragon Ball. They want to see something from Dragon Ball Z. And what, there was one other big one that he mentioned. Naruto? It was not Naruto. Hmm. Let me see. I can't find it here. It might be Bleach. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Street Fighter is one that he would actually love to see in here. So I'm thinking if they're already talking about those, like maybe there's already something in the works. Uh, They're they're exploring. They're probably reaching out to companies and saying, hey, we're looking at this. Like, we're checking this out. You know, people are going to, you know... You send ice to us, we send ice to you. It works both ways. We both uh, put some money in our pockets, stuff like that. Why not? You know. So yeah, that's pretty exciting. That's pretty exciting.
1: I want to know why One Punch Man. I want to know how the deal went down. Like that's. I want to. If there's an article like that out there, uh, maybe maybe if it ever drops and you see it, you can link it somewhere because I want to know. Like why they why they went with One Punch Man first was it just something that was accessible or something that they knew a certain person did they know one did they like I want to know why like like I would like to see the how how that came to fruition.
0: In the in the article they do mention and it's not like specifically this is what it was but yeah. they do say that the game director Aaron Keller is a huge fan of One Punch Man and that he supposedly they, in their words they say that he knows the anime backwards and forwards and knows all the characters. Uh, And that kind of surprised a lot of people at the team. Once they started to like reach out and do these things and realize that this was a possibility, they said that the, some of the artists started drawing stuff that day. That's awesome. They were were that excited and started coming up with concepts that day. And they said specifically like Doomfist was perfect and Doomfist, uh, actually some of the, I don't know if he was inspired by this, but they say that, uh, he has a voice line. I'm reading it straight here out of the article now. I have it pulled up. It uh, has a line that says, one punch is all I need. And he said that that is like, that's one punch, man. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if it was, again, inspired by that or not, but it kind of just lends itself perfectly. They do talk a little bit about, like, if you want look to look into it, just look it up on the, uh, on the Microsoft uh, Xbox Wire page. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, have some of, they have this article there. And uh, it's a good article. You know, they talk about uh, why they chose Kiriko. You know, some people thought... I know some people thought that if we got the terrible tornado, her name is uh, Tatsumaki. A lot of people thought it would be mercy because of the floating and, you know, that kind of stuff. But they talked about why specifically they chose Kiriko and a little bit of insight as to why they picked this thing. I also thought it was really interesting in the article, they talk about the direction that they're going with the story with these skins is that... Anime exists in the in the universe of Overwatch, so that these characters are fans of these of this specific uh-huh. anime, and They're they cosplayers. are cosplaying. <laughs> They're cosplaying the anime characters, <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I think that's cool because that means they can be anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we can see anything out there.
1: So what, why why they make why they make Kiriko a terrible tornado?
0: They talked about like when you add skins, you do not want, you want to mess with a silhouette as as little, little as, as possible. possible. Mm-hmm. So they said because of Kiriko and fitting the silhouette and because Kiriko is a relatively new character that doesn't have as many skins as some of the other characters, which, okay. I mean, honestly, Mercy has a lot. Yeah, She's Mercy a has. She's very, a very popular character and she was really the only other one I would have thought. Would have fit like this character, so. I'm not Sigma. Um, no, well, I mean, we can dream. <laughs> we can dream. That's been going around, and it. I I, I hate it, but I love it too. So. Hey,
1: kudos kudos to the artist, man. Whoever made that, because it's it's exceptional. Man.
0: <laughs> it, it's been going around, and I think they even tweeted it out and stuff. And some of the some of the people that work on Overwatch actually said, "Wow, we made a huge mistake. This should have been it." Like.
1: I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure they're curious. I'm sure they'll put. Sigma. They, it, won't, it won't obviously be in the game, but there'll put there'll be some uh um thing out there where Sigma's in a Tatsumaki uh skin or whatever just to kinda of show off and picture. Kind of like how they did it with McCree or mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Cassidy, where they gave him the, the, the May grenade. Or you, you can throw the you can throw the grenade anywhere and it will just track May and kill her. <laughs> yeah.
0: <I> mean, <laughs> so like what, yeah, What is it? it's not a flashbang anymore. It's like a sticky grenade, right? Yeah.
1: That was, that was that was funny. So 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 maybe they'll do something like that with um, with Sigma. Where they just "Oh look!" So we will just give you like guys like a, a, a picture of what it might look like on on Overwatch. That'd be kind of cool.
0: Yeah. So I mean, anything Overwatch, we're always super excited. And here comes a new event. It's just around the corner again. It's coming March seventh. The One Punch Man collab, and uh, we look forward to new skins. And uh, I mean, Overwatch is uh, kind of taking our money.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. We'll be up soon. Yes. Uh,
0: last thing I have is uh, coming out from the I think he's the owner and a writer for VGC News. Um, his name is Andy Robin Robinson and he's kind of been like surrounded with a little bit of controversy lately because I don't know if you've heard the rumor going around that if Microsoft does not acquire is not able to acquire Activision Blizzard that Microsoft might even be uh, looking to sell xbox have you heard that at all
1: i have not
0: so that was going around like a little rumor here and i think this is the guy that was reporting that so a lot of people lately have kind of like said that oh i don't believe him nothing he says is true or whatnot like here and there because like there hasn't been really any indications that that uh, could happen at least not from the microsoft or xbox team so uh, You know, I just wanted to throw that out there that this guy, you know, take it with a grain of salt. People have their opinions about this guy. But uh, he was talking about some of the Xbox games that are upcoming. And he said that uh, Starfield, Hellblade, and Avowed are the ones that are up next. He says that Fable is still miles away from what he describes it. And only recently went into full production which I know is probably tough to hear from your end because I know that's the one you're probably looking forward to the most. Uh, and he says, Perfect Dark and Everwild are still not close. But then he goes on to say that uh, Fable, when, he, when, when talking about Fable and hearing about Fable, that the term Witcher-like has been thrown around. And I think that's good news? Mm, maybe i think that could be good news being that the witcher as long as it's more you know witcher 3 i wouldn't I, w- I would see you know i mean that game won all kinds of awards so i would imagine if that's what they're comparing it to yeah it's been a while hopefully, since hope, tables been hopefully that means it's big vast uh oh it's going know, to be
1: it's big it's going vast
0: to be. open world uh good building you know solid rpg mechanics end game all everything and everything and anything that comes you're
1: gonna be good bad your, your choices will matter it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing on that one it will matter what what you choose how you go and you, you're, you're gonna have a morality a morality system as far as you know how evil are you are gonna be how good your appearance will change hopefully they do all kinds of, it's gonna be amazing oh i can't wait dude I'm gonna, you know i've always done two playthroughs of every fable one has a good guy one is a bad guy and just really, really get, you know, the most out of what your character can do and be.
0: Um, I feel like that uh, I feel like for sure Fable's at the top of your list in terms of those games that we discussed. What would be the order for the rest of them? Starfield, I... Hellblade, Avowed, Perfect Dark, Everwild.
1: Everwild looks interesting. But yeah, Fable's at the top. Senua is up there. I do want to I, I play Part 2. Senua um everwild actually looks uh, looks really really cool uh strangely enough starfield is probably at the bottom of this list just because uh i i was not appealed by that last trailer very much um i do want to see a little more of avowed before i pitch it somewhere but Senoa, everwild looks cool um avowed i do want to see a little more of that but yeah and then starfield there rounding out that bottom parts we'll see
0: yeah i'm i'm probably most interested in avowed i would say Uh, fable also there at the top starfield again like you said that that last trailer was kind of just like what what is this but if uh bethesda has been working towards this game for so long like i feel like i have to give it a try Mm -hmm. so i I don't even i feel like i don't even know what the game is so that makes me want to try it so i am anticipating that one as well hellblade i still haven't played part one but I've been waiting for us to get a date for part two so that I can kind of experience it all in one and kind of play part one then go straight into part two. Uh Perfect Dark I actually never played the Perfect Dark uh game before so I'll try that one out. Everwild again like you said looks cool. So I would say for me it's probably avowed. But looks that that looks like something into my alley.
1: Yeah. It looks but look it does look good. I, I just wanna see what more more it's gonna be like.
0: Yeah. So that's it for gaming. Uh, Marcus did mention we had a Wulong come out, uh, this week. So I'm sure as soon as, uh, you know what I think I'm going to do with Wulong. I-, I did notice that there is a random button for making your character. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to hit that random button until I see something playable. And I'm just going to go with that because I do not want to spend time making a new character. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, Yeah, I think that's probably what I'll do. I know you said you're finishing up Hogwarts, and then you're looking to jump over to Wulong. So, yeah, I'm sure hopefully by the next time we come at you with some news, we'll have a a little bit of an opinion on this game, see what we think about it.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to get through through Hogwarts, so we'll see.
0: Okay, how far, uh, what part are you at in Hogwarts now?
1: I'm still at the third trial, but I I have a tendency to, you know, do all those collectibles, so... I'm trying to do as many collectibles as I can before I continue. But I might just continue on with a little bit more of the story just so I can get one last spell and, yeah, I'll be done. Just so I can do everything and, you know, finish up? Yeah. The third right. trial. Well, Still. Good
0: on you. And best of luck getting those collectibles. Yeah, because... I tried yeah, to mad. do that, too, and I was like, oh, you know, I just need to do this. And actually, the, the last section was actually very pleasantly surprising. Some, I think I was playing it while you, uh, while you were on with me on Xbox. And something actually shocked me. Do you remember that? I was like, oh, my God. I was like, you were like, what, what? I'm like, dude, something just happened, and I don't want to tell you because, like, something shocked me that happened in the last, uh, in one of the last sections. So, it It was 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 crazy.
1: Was it story related, or was it like, like, okay, I I might not have gone there yet.
0: No, it wasn't. It was during the very last trial before I get to the last section. Okay. So, uh, I'm looking looking forward forward to your your reaction there. Yeah. But uh, as always, thanks for listening. You know, not a lot of news, but some good news. And of course, we can talk your ear off when it comes to things that we like and we're interested in. Uh, if we allowed him to and if he wasn't mindful, mindful, uh-huh. uh, you know, Marcus would have talked about the anime awards and each and every one and why he thinks they are in the order that they are and why he thinks these guys <laughs> are uh-huh. he would have gone on all day. He could. But just for the sake of us, for the sake of me, for the sake of you that you don't have all day, you know, he's sparing us all the details. But if that's something you want to hear, just let Marcus know, and we'll be—I'll ha- be happy <laughs> to just turn on turn on our bot that records us and just let him go off. Just do an episode. He'll on give it. you the first ever twenty-four hour podcast. He can do hey,
1: it. I I, I I see. I saw ninety percent of those anime on there, you know, and I'm just mad that I can't see more because again, right now, and I've been saying I've forsaken. I've forsaken a lot right now just so I can just just focus on One Piece, which is what I'm doing. I have yet to see any other episode of any other anime yet. Uh, Attack on Time might break that cycle, but I've just been going One Piece through and through, man. And again, it's more so because I, like to, I realize I like to binge watch, and I'd rather just binge watch everything as it's coming out. Um, but yeah, is, is there anything else we, 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 we got to talk about before I, I sign us off?
0: Uh, not really. I'm not sure if we're going to finish up our two piece a little, like, evil team, hero team this week, or if we're going to go in a different direction. There's some other uh, discussion topics we've been floating around, such as uh, one of our buddies recently got into collecting. Maybe we're going to have him on and talk about that. He hasn't been on the podcast yet, so we'll check his schedule and see what we're going to work up. But uh, we have some cool stuff coming.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, like Rico mentioned, our last episode was that evil dream team that we Uh, came up with Uh, i know i've been doing my homework as far as for the other half of that which would be the hero team so we'll see when we uh, get that out to you guys Uh, but like rico mentioned we might uh, what discuss something else and kind of get through uh something else as far as collectibles are concerned so that, that might be fun also also go ahead and check out our last one of our last weekly recaps last week some heavy hitting news there wasn't a lot and some of our thoughts about the pokemon direct or the pokemon present which also got its own episode if you want to hear more about that uh, about that episode just again log into rss.com you can also find us on spotify um apple um apple what's it called it's, are we on apple
0: yeah, Apple Podcasts.
1: Apple Podcasts.
0: You, you know what? Bonus, bonus little piece of content here. You mentioned the Pokemon Direct. Um, we Before the Pokemon Direct, there was, a, whenever there's a Direct of some sort, whether it's Pokemon, Nintendo, we're expecting a Zelda one probably coming up soon. Uh, there's usually people that leak stuff and say like, oh, this is what they're going to do. Like they kind of have the format. They put stuff out. Uh, and there's, they're all over the place. And then it's always fun to see what they leak and then what they say, uh, and kind of keep it in, keep it in mind. And then we watch the direct and see who was right, who was wrong, uh, and stuff like that. And we kind of can figure out who the fakes and who the real people are out there that are, you know, call themselves leakers. This past week, we did have that direct. Um, and one of the guys was pretty spot on with everything he said and one of the bonus things that he mentioned there was that alongside DLC 2 they are working on a performance and graphics patch that will be coming out alongside the new Nintendo Switch. So I don't know if that is going if that's kind of like our first confirmation that it's finally coming by some kind of guy that works he he says that he worked with a partner company that works on pokemon so um that might be our first indication that we're getting a switch this year if not next year early next year because i did see that the only thing that kind of seemed incorrect with what he said about the direct before it came out was that dlc one would be this year and DLC would be fall this year and dlc two would be winter early next year like like January I think is what he said mm-hmm. So we did get the announcement that actually It's going to be winter but This year uh, So I don't know I don't know if that Means that We did this was announced as One DLC so I yeah. don't know if that means That this is That this is a completely different DLC Not like DLC one Like parts one and two and that was A different one that maybe it means Like it'll be coming out next year 2024 because in his in his leak, he, it did say DLC one this year, DLC two last year. But since it's like in parts and stuff like that, I don't know, there's some confusion there as to what that means uh, for him like you know specifying that it a switch and graphics and stuff like that is going to come out with DLC two. So who knows, but at least that's out there. Uh, somebody else somebody saying it, you know, a leaker, so take it with a grain of salt but uh yeah i know that has a lot of people excited because it's about that time we've talked about it time and time again you know marcus always says you know the six-year lifespan of these consoles were due for something new and
1: uh true i i I, I thought i kept thinking that they were going to announce something in september and i think i i think i mentioned at one point even holiday like maybe like what september october of 2024 um maybe even March, I know the Switch came out in, a, in, in the month of March at that time too. So we'd probably be getting some sort of, and I, this I had been mentioning it for a while. I, I may have been off about the release date of the next Switch, but I've been mentioning that probably in the, in the September direct, we are gonna start getting information or maybe even sooner, maybe even in the summer, we might be getting information on the next switch already. So whether the switch comes out in holiday 2023, which I would actually be surprised if it came out in, in December. Uh, but if you want to be a little more realistic, as far as when it could drop, you can expect it to follow the same route that the switch did and drop in March. Um, if it's any later than that, then more than likely September, October holiday. But I don't, it's, I don't think any system, any Nintendo system has come out around that that part that time frame so march will probably be your best bet if anything so i'd be surprised if we did get a switch in december pleasantly surprised but i would be surprised
0: yeah and even even march that means within the year so yeah i mean that that really comes will be here before you know it so mm-hmm. yeah just uh there we go i mean i just have to put that out there because you even, yeah true end, and it, it i was like how did we not cover this but you know there it is
1: Yeah, but no, little little bonus, little bonus, uh, little article there. But other than that, I think I went went over everything again. um, Evil Dream Team, Pokemon Presents, our last weekly recap. Check those out on any one of our podcast platforms. And aside from that, thank you for listening and thank you for joining us today. You have a good one.
0: Later, guys.